Scream 6 is a 2023 American slasher film. It is the sequel to Scream from 2022 and the sixth installment in the Scream film series. The four survivors of the Ghostface murders leave Woodsboro behind for a fresh start in New York City. However, they soon find themselves in a fight for their lives when a new killer embarks on a bloody rampage. Welcome back to another episode of So You Like Horror. And for this episode, we're going to sit down and talk about Scream 6. So if you haven't seen Scream 6 yet, go ahead and check out because we're the spoilers and everything. We're not holding back. Definitely. Um, so for this episode, I'm going to welcome back again, Teresa, because hey. I don't got any other friends. Yeah, so, makes sense. Wasn't really a choice. Was kind of a lack of options. <laughs> so it's not that she's a fan favorite as much as here we are. <laughs> well, you no, know, no one else that I know has seen Scream yet. So <laughs> trust me, I was I was trying. <laughs> I called my grandma. I was like, You're like, I will pay you to see it. <laughs> I was like, Grandma, have you seen Scream yet? <laughs> what? Um. So yeah. Basically, when last year we did a Scream episode after Scream Five, I don't know if they call it Scream Five. I think they're just calling it Scream. It's like, no, I think they did because inside of the letter, the so, letters. No, were I, I okay. get that inside the letters that was that, but they they weren't titling it Scream Five. Nowhere yeah. was I hearing what was any, it called? Just Scream. So they've called multiple ones just Scream. Because well, I guess I haven't seen any other names for them, Miriam. Well, all of them have been Scream 1, or just Scream, Scream right 2, right. 3, 4, and then this one. Was, and then it Technically, five was, this was, you know, we know yeah. it's the fifth one. We know that it's Scream 5, but marketing-wise, it was just called Scream. Yeah. And then, you know, 2022. It's like, okay, sure, whatever. But either way. I hope they, like, prequel, like, in Star Wars, and then we're all screwed up with the numbers. <laughs> I hope not. Um, well, no, because with Star Wars, they started with episode four. So yeah. that's how that all got fucked anyway. But, <laughs> but either way, we did the episode for really, we just did kind of the whole franchise last time we did this. And for this episode, we're not going to do that. We're going to focus mostly on the first one, but we'll talk about the other ones just because obviously there's going to be connecting pieces to it all. But um, I guess coming right out the gate what'd you think of it i liked it i was a fan um with a lot of horror movies sometimes the ending isn't as good and i have not felt that way about screams i did feel that about this particular scream so the journey was definitely for me better than the destination um but overall i really did like it and i see what they were trying to do with even more murderers, you know what I mean? Like, the surprise is <laughs> there well, are a billion. <laughs> well, the thing is, too, though, when you have a franchise specifically set up as a whodunit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do? there's only so many times yeah. you can say, oh, it's the boyfriend. Yeah. You know, or, oh, it's the cousin or, you know, the, the long lost stepbrother or half brother or whatever the fuck. So, you know, and even with this one, 
there was kind of a and I will say this, whenever they've done any of the endings for Scream and who's actually the killer, it has made sense. Like I feel like number three was the weakest. You know, it just felt like a stretch. But And they they did that with this. They made it the hidden relative, right? So again it was a requel, sequel, whatever. Please stop using it. that word. I hate that word so <laughs> fucking much. No, really, that word is fucking stupid. <laughs> It's a fucking reboot. Right. Like, uh, right, cool. right, right. like, fuck you. Not you, but like. Me too, maybe a little like, bit. Like, <laughs> everybody that's like. Well, actually, no, you're the only person I heard say recall. So. <laughs> yeah, say, like, or no. literally, you're just talking to me. <laughs> well, no, no, like online because, you know, that is a thing. No, I know. But, um, well, I mean, and even with the killer for this one. It, it still, it checked out. It made sense. It all, right. like, again, with number three, it just felt like such a fucking stretch that it was like, really? Get the fuck out of here with all of this. It, like, and there were clues. Like, when the guy go when when the, the cop is still a cop, and, or detective, sorry, and he's like, um, because if you mess with my family, I'll kill you or we'll kill you all. And I was like, hmm. I think I said out loud, I was like, huh interesting choice it was the way i forget exactly what he said but the way he phrased it the verbiage he used i was like huh that might be him <laughs> well like i mean i mentioned it too. i also thought it was a hundred other people so i'm not saying like i knew who it was well yeah it, it doesn't count if you say like right. I, I think you know i think sam's a killer i think tara's a killer i think you know uh you know fucking i can't remember the character's name now but right. you know everyone else right, is right, killer right. But I mean, I did mention, I was like, wait a minute. I, I thought it was the, the uh, detective just yeah. because, you know, what's going on is as each killing happened, a mask was left behind mm -hmm. and it was a mask of a previous ghost face. Yeah. So it was like, oh, that's evidence. Yeah. Evan Who would fuckers, have access yeah. to evidence? Um, you know, and then you get introduced, reintroduced to Kirby from screen yeah. four. Um, which then kind of makes it a little bit more, oh, well, she would potentially maybe have some kind of connect to get in that evidence as well. So immediately my, my mind goes to cops are involved. Somehow, some way, mm -hmm. the police are involved mm -hmm. in this. Right. And even if it's not even at their killers, but, you know, how are people getting the evidence? Yeah. So... Um, I enjoyed it. I actually liked it. I did. I, th I feel like I may have liked it more than I liked the last one. <laughs> Me too. And I really liked the last one. Yeah. Um, it When they announced this one and they said New York, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, are we doing this now? Like, last time a horror movie went to New York, it did not go well <laughs> at all. We just talked about that. <laughs> and watching this. You know, well, first off, hearing the, you know, the reviews prior to going to see it, um, the early reviews, I didn't hear a single negative thing. Yeah. Which, you know, you can't necessarily always count on that. Right. But I was like, well, not a single negative review. So then I go to social media and there's several accounts that I follow that, you know, if they say it's solid, I, I take their word for it. And two specific accounts. I was like, oh, my God, they loved it fuck, I guess I have to go fucking see it because I wasn't committed to seeing this in the theater. I was like, oh, wait. I was like, oh, let me go ahead. And, and I kept myself off uh, right. social media all weekend. Right. And the only thing is I saw a picture. Mm -hmm. 
Now, so it was the the one roommate, but I didn't know it, so there's no reference. The the Quinn, the the, the daughter, quote unquote, died. Came didn't um, die. It, there was no reference for me at that point. I was just like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. So I'm just gonna. And honestly, right. I couldn't remember her face anyway. Right, 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 right. So just moved on. Yeah. Went to see the movie. But then as I'm sitting there thinking about it, it was like, again, the big thing that stood out to me was, you know, they're using uh, stuff from evidence lockers. Yeah. You know, so it's like, okay, I feel like you're not really hiding this one too well. But when his daughter was supposedly killed, I was like, maybe, yeah. maybe. But going back to the first screen, we also thought Billy was mm-hmm. killed. Mm-hmm. So... You know, they played a longer con with that one mm-hmm. versus like in the first scream, it was kind of like, uh, you know, give about 20 minutes while they run around the house like yeah. fucking Scooby Doo. And then he comes back, oh, no, 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 I'm still good. You know, whereas this one is like, okay, corners are there and everything. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, like she like might be dead. Maybe he's not the killer. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't make any, because I even, I think I said to you, it was like, I think he's the killer. And then when the daughter dies, I was like, oh. <laughs> like, you know who else could be the killer? I was like, well, <laughs> well, I was like, well no, because why would he fucking kill his own daughter? That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just, and I think the thing is with these movies, specifically Scream, the, the whole fun to it is trying to figure out who it is. Yeah. But I think that also ruins it because yeah. you're worried too much about who did it mm-hmm. instead of absorbing the story. Yeah. And having fun with the story, which I thought that the story was actually well done. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm a fan of deaths. And uh, the death scenes in this, I really liked. They got original, a little different. Some of them were things we hadn't seen before. I really liked. Uh, I really enjoyed some of the some of the death scenes in this one. Death scenes in general have gotten a lot better. I mean, I say a lot better over the last decade, but really... They were all original, and then they had to be different, and now they're different again. So really, it's just, you know, ever-changing. So I guess they're always kind of original in their decade. But I'm enjoying our current decade of death scenes. Well, doing the horror films through the decades so far, I think we... Well, this one is actually being recorded before the one that's going to come before this one. (laughs) Um but for, for you guys that don't know, we're actually doing these back to back in um, real time. <laughs> but like when you look at like horror kind of through the decades, I mean, as time goes on, you kind of have to up, up the ante. Right. I mean, when you go to silent films, you know, it's like really like a lot of, a whole lot of, ooh, ah, you're not really seeing any major grotesque stuff. Yeah. You know, you get to your 30s, it gets a little bit more handsy. But still, it's not anything too, too bad. The 40s, you start to get a little close to mm-hmm. some some goofy shit. And that can be even more intense in certain ways because it's the fear of the unknown. And generally with fear, it's the unknown that's scary. Once something happens, it's not as scary. I'm going to be honest. Nah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, and that's not to say those older films aren't good. It's just like, okay. Like, I get why it was, why it was at that time. Right, right, right. But for us, like, we're desensitized. So as you're making newer stuff, you have to kind of take it to the next Mm -hmm. level. I mean, you know, for Scream, you know, you go back to the first one. The funny thing is this was labeled as the goriest of all the Scream movies. But, you know, when you remember the very first Scream of, Mm -hmm. you know, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, literally being gutted. gutted. (laughs) 
Like, like, I literally saw her intestines. Like, how are you going to get gorier than that? But then when you think about the rest of that movie, though, yeah, it wasn't too intense. Right. That was like the worst of it, as far as I can recall. Everything else was just like, you know, regular old stabbing and you kill somebody or the garage door crushes them. Some bullshit like that. Yeah. It's like Alfred Hitchcock's um, Psycho. The scariest part was the very beginning and then not the very beginning, but, you know, the first act, the first third of the movie. And then after that, it's not mundane, but it's more mundane than the rest. They kind of, you know, barred off of that for the original Scream. Um, And that was the thing about the original Scream is you're going into horror movie tropes i mean as i have it listed here what were all the themes for you know each of the films that first film you know it's funny because i've talked about this movie now this is the third podcast i've talked about this movie on and it's gonna if anyone that listens to all my other shit i appreciate the fuck out of you but sorry you're about to hear it again (laughs) so you know you got your first movie you know, you get your introduction to meta horror. Well, mm-hmm. reintroduction. Mm-hmm. You're introduced to it in '94, with like on a broad scale with Wes Craven's New Nightmare, mm-hmm. and just you know, just so happens he also directed right, Scream right. in '96, and then you really get into the ideal of, you know, horror movies and and all the rules and also people being aware that hey, I'm in a fucking horror movie, right? <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> There are plenty of times, you know, growing up, we've been out doing dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we might be in a horror movie, <laughs> you know? No one was dying, but we're into, like, just dumb adventures where it's like, some shit could go down. And we are in a horror movie at the that The amount point. of times in my life I've said, this is how horror movies start, probably unsettling. <laughs> I still say that to this day for many situations. Right. <laughs> right. Like, police knocked on my door at 4 a.m. and Sarah goes running straight down the stairs in the pitch black. I'm like, um... <laughs> fuck you doing <laughs> like you don't know what lights are <laughs> shit like i ran downstairs and turned on the lights immediately it was like i want y'all to see me <laughs> like, i don't want y'all to think nothing don't don't even be like oh there's a shadowy figure in the background like, nah, son, it's me it's dante like like what you need from me id i got you son like don't 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 fucking draw guns um but you got the first one where you're introduced to all the horror movie tropes, you know, callbacks to, you know, previous films, you know, you know, not just films, but like, you know, directors. I mean, you know, you had, you know, callbacks to Hitchcock, yeah. Wes Craven, yeah. I mean, right, right. Uh, John Carpenter. Yeah. I mean, they're using their names, too, in, in creative yeah. ways. Right, right. So, you know, you have your first scream. It kind of sets the table for us. You get to the end of it all. You know, they kind of even tell you who the killers are to some degree, but it's so in your right. face, you can't believe it. It's like, that's too fucking obvious. Why would the boyfriend, you know, there's a killer chasing Sydney through the house. The boyfriend pops up through the window and drops a cell phone. And they're like, right. oh, it's that motherfucker right there. And it's like, no, <laughs> they just gave it away to us in the first 30 minutes. Right. And then they're like, JK, he was in jail. He couldn't have called her. And, you know, but. That gave right. us then the game of two killers. Right, yeah. And and even with that, you know, Stu makes mention, you know, you know, when they're like, how could you gut somebody? And then Stu starts to describe it. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, right. You know, I could only imagine being, you know, being Billy, you looking like, motherfucker, yo. Unless you also want to be gutted, right? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing, <laughs> right. son? Right. <laughs> like, do you want to get caught? Right. 
Like, at least let us get three days worth. <laughs> but um, I'm having way too much fun to get caught this early. <laughs> but, you know, you, you get through all that and, and it was fun. I, I thought the first screen was fucking great. Yeah. You know, you get to your second one, which is a sequel. Mm-hmm. And what are they addressing that movie? Fucking sequels. Mm-hmm. Fucking clever. Some might say, oh, that's dumb. It's so cliche. No, because it hadn't been done right. before. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, you know, but again, stuff right, you, you mm-hmm. know, it's right in front of you. And they go through all the tropes of a sequel. And, you know, when you get to your third one, they even go over to, you know, the traditional trope of the third one always sucks. Mm-hmm. And Spring 3 right. was kind of <laughs> fucking trash. Totally on purpose, I'm sure. <laughs> Which is on in the background, too. It, it's just weird because even as I look at it, it it's not, it, it just, it looks bad, too. That's what's mm-hmm. really weird. And it was what's craving. So it's like, it's almost kind of like, you know, I think that was 2000, I think. But it felt very much like a early to mid 90s feel mm-hmm. to the movies. Like it, it didn't take itself serious. Yeah. So, um, you know, and they took a break, came back in 2011 with Scream 4, which kind of addressed remakes. Mm-hmm. And which we've talked about was before its time. Yeah. I felt like it was, I felt like the whole social media clout was three, four years early mm-hmm. yep but the, you know and I, I went back and rewatched Scream for um i want to say saturday night okay and i appreciate it a little bit more yeah um it, it used to be my least favorite <laughs> but, <know. laughs> but a part of that is i just i think during the time that it came out and i watched it i just didn't care i was over it because i disliked number three so bad number yeah. four had to suffer but rewatching it um saturday night it, it 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 was like I enjoyed it. I was like, actually, I really really do like this movie. There was like some things that still felt like a little off, but the movie in itself mm. was still fun. I mean, they still play with all the same uh, tropes and all the same things. Like, you know, is this person the killer? Is that person the killer? And they put things like right in front of you to make you think, oh, this guy's the killer. Like, um, you know, the ex boyfriend or the boyfriend or whatever. You know, when they're in the classroom and they're talking about, you know, oh, you know, the killer, you know, um, you know, these days you want the killer to have like kind of a, you know, point of view perspective. Yeah. And then they kind of pan the camera to the boyfriend. Yeah. And he, you can see him like looking with like a, a look on his face like he's thinking. It's like, oh, okay, great. Mm-hmm. They just put that in front of us. But let's go ahead and say he's not the killer because that's what they do. They put it right in front of you. But. Again, like I said with the first one, they did that as well. And it was who they put in front of you as the killers. And then that brings us to 2022 with Scream 5 where it's a reboot. And they specifically go into the lore of what a reboot is. And that they are exactly in that a reboot. Um, And again, I loved it. But then we get to this new one. And I thought it was gonna be dumb. And I fucking watched it, and everything felt right. It yeah. felt serious. It felt like it understood the characters. It understood the lore. It felt like, you know, they wanted to, you know, still keep kind of the black comedy to it, but also let you know, like the stakes are higher this time. Right. anything goes right and things that you know are going to happen don't happen like courtney cox 
where well she's the legacy character she has to die this time but she doesn't oh, god um. dude like, <laughs> i can't tell you how disappointed i was <clears throat> like i nearly left <laughs> it was like yo when, when they said but that, it's the end <laughs> no when, when they said she was still like hanging on yeah. by a thread i was like <laughs> like i rolled my eyes i was like are you fucking you were mad that both yo? of them survived like, <laughs> her and the, the guy oh, the brother. oh yeah no 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 <laughs> you were so mad. no the way they stabbed that dude up <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. no he died <laughs> like i'm looking at him getting stabbed up and i thought i was dying <laughs> I was like, yo, there's no way he survives this. And then he got him on the fucking gurney. I was like, are you fucking shitting me, yo? <laughs> yo, if this dude don't die in the next one, I'm going to go find him. You know, that is Cuban Gooden Jr.'s son. Oh, I did not know. I didn't know either until I was writing the notes and I had to write his real name. And I was like, oh, huh. yeah. <laughs> his last name's Gooden. And then I looked up on the screen. I was like, oh, Cuban Gooden Jr.'s son. Huh. huh. <laughs> the more you know. Who was the director? Um, It was... Well, last like for the last one, it's the same people from the last one, but they uh, went by the studio name. Um, okay. I can't remember fucking what it was. Like I had it like there. I was like, okay, right, right, right. radio silence. Yeah. But then they had them actually listed here with names I can't pronounce. Matt Bettinelli, open, okay. open, and Tyler uh, Gillette. Okay. And also written by James Vanderbilt mm. and Guy Busick. So... You know, in case you guys want to know information like that, y'all could have just went and fucking Googled it, though. Okay. I, you could have Googled it, too. I mean, you got your fucking phone right there. Yeah. You're going to ask me questions like yeah. proving that I can't fucking read. <laughs> That's why I'm not reading the synopsis out. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I should read the synopsis and, you know, try to make this more interactive. Yeah. Like, read it like I'm fucking reading an audio book. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, get the fuck out of here. I mean, <laughs> plot. One year after the Woodsboro killings. <laughs> Orchestrated by Richie Kirsch and Amber Freeman, Blackmore University professor Laura Crane is catfished by her student, Jason Carvey. Funny name. I did love that in the beginning where they were like, you see him take the mask off and who he is. And you're like, all right, what's about to happen? Because like, there's no way. And and then he dies. And you're like, okay, that makes sense. When he removed the mask, (laughs) my mind was blown. I was like, when when that mask came off, literally all the rules are gone. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, oh, they're playing by different rules now. Like, this is not the screen that we grew up on. This is a different screen. And, but then they still kind of play with that a little bit because the whole ideal was they were going to go in copycat ghost face killings and somebody else was like, nah, son, let right. me show you how, let me show you how it's really done. Yeah, 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 about that. <laughs> like, oh, you want to be ghost face? Well, let me tell you, my son was ghost face. This isn't your movie, boo-boo. <laughs> um, but I did like that. The, I think this might've been my favorite opening scene. Yeah. From any of the screams. I mean, the original one is classic. It is the original right. because you didn't know what was coming. Mm-hmm. So I'd still kind of keep that at number one because you see Drew Barrymore. If you knew anything about the '90s, she's a mega star. Right. She's gonna be the final girl. Yeah. <laughs> End of story. Well, she was supposed right. to be Sydney Prescott, but yeah. I think she had a scheduling conflict, so she couldn't commit to it fully. So they yeah. kept her there, and that's again the thing. She's on the cover. She's mm-hmm. on like the posters. Mm-hmm. Like it did like Drew Barrymore's big return that yeah. it was all over the place mm-hmm. and then they killed her. It was like, oh, <laughs> what the fuck are we watching? Yeah. Um, I like, and, oh, go ahead. 
And I was going to say, like, obviously that opening sequence was the iconic best one. But mm-hmm. um, I also like the one where we see the famous people die, but then it turns out it's the movie. Yeah. So then we know that we're in the real movie and then we see the famous people die again. That was neat. Because also, like, Anna Paquin and Kristen Bell, that one. Was that four? Yeah, that was four. Four, yeah, yeah. Where, like, you didn't expect them to die and then also them to die. So that was a neat one. And then this one, taking off the mask. Like, I love this one because it was kind of a double whammy. Yeah. Because you see the, the regular scream go right. at it. Oh, she's on the phone. Oh, now she's talking to the killer. She falls for it. She gets killed. And it's like, you know, kind of like, and in my mind, I'm just thinking, okay, business is usual. Right, right, usual. right, right. The mask comes off. And I was like, oh, fuck me. Like, this yeah. is different. Yeah. And then when he's carrying on, you you kind of get the feel now. It's like, oh, yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah. die. Yeah. But then who's going to kill him? And then he's talking to his buddy and it turns out, oh, your buddy's already dead. Yeah. So, but as far as opening, uh, opening scenes for screen, that's my number two. Yeah. Um, and when he was killing him or whichever, when it was killing him and they're like, does that feel like an animal? You yeah. were like, oh, this is going to be an intense movie. <laughs> well, I had already gone in graphic. knowing that it was going to be very gory. Yeah. But opening like with that. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, and I was thinking, well, sometimes they'll say, oh, it's going to be really gory. And that's, that's just it. That's yeah, the extent. Right. But when the apartment scene took place and he, he stabbed the Asian girl in the stomach twisted the knife and started going up which <laughs> i'd already written her off so when she popped up in the bedroom and they're trying to escape out the window i was like yo y'all need to just leave her right i know <laughs> i was like i don't even remember her name come on <laughs> yeah, i didn't know her name like, i thought she was already dead yeah. i'm the worst friend in these situations because if i see you stab like that i'm like well fuck <laughs> I mean, I can't save you, though, because, right. like, what, what's going to happen if I try to help you run and right. you all fucking gut it up? We right. both going to die. But if I just right. run, you going to die. Right. Like, I don't Between got, you and me, one of us are always going to survive. Like, I don't have to be the fastest person. Right. I, I just have to be able fast. to push you. Right. I got to be faster than you. And if you're already gutted and, and you can't really run, yeah. It would be rude of you to try. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of disrespectful. Right. It's like, you know, like, help save me. And it's like, I'm sorry, what? Right. Fuck out of here. Oh, good news. We're not friends anymore anyways. Like, um, Didn't know you were so rude. Um, The, the uh, one twin, she's in a show on Showtime called Yellow Jackets. Oh. Really fucking good show. Okay. Uh, actually, the second season starts this weekend. Hmm. But for those of you listening, it started last weekend. <laughs> or two weekends ago. So, actually, three weekends ago. But there's a scene in that in that show where they're in a plane crash because, you know, everything's got to be plane crashes now, you know, lost. Right. Um, they did it better. But there's a plane crash and, you know, all the girls are out and there's a scene where there's a girl whose seatbelt is jammed and one girl goes to save her. She's like, oh, no, I'll, I'll save you. And then the, her friend pulls her and says, no, we got to go. Right. And you're like, and I looked at Sarah, I was like. Yo, that would fucking kill me. Yeah. If if I knew I left somebody fucking behind, I know. I know. You know where like, there's still there's right, still an opportunity. She yeah. survived. She like her seatbelt like broke and she was able to get out. And like she she stared the other girl down later on. And I told Sarah I was like, yo, she's got murder on her mind. <laughs> she gonna fuck that chick up. <laughs> but um, 
That's what I think of now when I think like when you know watching screen. I was like, man, that chick got stabbed. She would have been that girl in the seatbelt. Yeah, like, and leave her behind. Fuck that. It's kind of like you were talking about like if it were real life. I was thinking that about Scream, where it's like the thing about Scream is it's just people that something bad happened to and their lives are forever tainted because of it mm-hmm. they can never get better quote unquote because because it is also fake <laughs> but like if it were Ooh. real life like it's constantly coming back for them they can never get away for it until finally they die like we're watching obviously number four and our number three and cotton weary it's a guy who happened to had something bad happen he keeps coming back there's only so long you can survive in yeah. you know a, a franchise like this and then you're gone well, I think that's one of the appeals of the Scream franchise is that it's not Michael Myers. It's not Jason. It's not someone supernatural. Yeah. It's a regular motherfucker. It's always someone new. And, and the thing is about regular people is regular people fuck up and they make mistakes. Yeah. And that was one thing you see in the first one, you know, just tripping and stumbling and bumbling, you know, doing dumb shit, which kind of still kept it in that realism where it's like, you know, Stu... Or I assume it was Stu. We don't know who was behind the mask in, in the garage where, where they killed Tatum. Mm-hmm. He gets hit with their fucking freezer door. You know, both feet go flying in the air and he falls. <sighs> Felt like that was a little over the top. Yeah. You know, you hit me with a fucking freezer door. I, yeah, it's going to suck, but I'm not. Both feet aren't going in the air. Come on, right. relax, son. But there was that reminder, though, that these are just regular motherfuckers. Right. They're not anyone special. They're just kids that are sick in the head you go to the second one same deal the only thing that i would like to see when they do you know have the killers is i think part of why they don't do it this way is you know you want to kind of keep that mystery is you got to see weakness of some some degree because you see ghostface like lifting motherfuckers up like they're super strong yeah with the the knife hilt yeah it's you know, you'll see something happening, but you just never know which killer it is. Because, I mean, when you look at Scream 2, it was um, Billy's mom. Scream 4, Sydney's niece. Scream 5. Um, Honestly, Scream 4 didn't have one strong character. Now that you really think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin's little brother is fucking. (laughs) Like, I look at that dude. I'm like, my daughter will fuck you up. (laughs) Like, sit your dumb ass down, son. Like, I'm surprised that Kirby didn't fuck him up. Like, like, Kirby, you know, not not shaming nobody. She was like a sturdy girl. You know, she was a cheerleader in Heroes. Yeah. You know, it's like, she will fuck you up, son. Like, I mean, she became an FBI agent. Yeah. following the, the movie lore so yeah, yeah she's you know. a tough girl so yeah don't don't fuck with Kirby like you know it's something that I I didn't really uh, catch like I saw the ending but I didn't really pay attention to what happened to Kirby because you see her get stabbed mm-hmm. so I texted you this did she get uh, stabbed in number six with the same knife that she was stabbed in number four in the same spot that she was stabbed in number so I four I think she was stabbed in the same spot I don't I can't imagine that was the same knife but well, because they were there and well, I, she was like looking at the knife that stabbed her i thought they took that knife and then stabbed her with it i thought there I was like a point of that i don't i mean she looked at it because it's like just the memory of like oh yeah yeah no, I no, no. Stabbed by this but i mean like when she was being stabbed i thought i don't something was said or done that made me think hold on did they just say or, or i don't remember what it was though i don't think it, it was the exact knife but i feel like she was stabbed in the same spot yeah but I don't think it was with the same knife. I mean, if they did, kudos to them. 
I mean, a little, a little extra relax again, like, <laughs> calm the fuck down. But, um, but yeah, I, watching the fourth one, I forgot to pay attention to, you know, what happened to Kirby because like even watching number five at the end, I, I didn't realize the brother survived. And when I watched it again the other night, I saw, oh, he's in the back of the ambulance and he gives a thumbs up. I never caught that. As many times as I watched the movie, I never caught that part. Which movie? Scream 5. Okay, okay, okay. Um, the brother's in the back of the ambulance. Because I was like... Because that's how he ends movies. <laughs> like, so I'm sitting there like looking like when they brought up the cast for number 6. And I was like, how is he still alive? There, like, There's no proof that he survived. But I just didn't see him in the ambulance. And honestly, like, and I've said this a billion times, I'm going to say it again... If there's anything for me to dislike about Scream, it's that all these motherfuckers end up in the ambulance and then the ones that aren't ambulance ridden, you know, they just walk off like, all right, I'm going to head home and get a shower. Like, yeah, like at one point to you when the sisters were talking, I was like, I even said to you, so is Kirby just like bleeding out somewhere? Yeah. Like they're just having this heart to heart, like no big deal. We told her we'd come back. We were kidding. She's not family. We well, don't care. She's well, legacy. And when you turned, I was turning to you to say the same thing. like... Where the fuck is Kirby? We just don't care anymore. Okay. They, they said they were going to get help. Right. Meanwhile, they spent they lied. another 40 minutes fighting. Right. Shit is dumb. But, yeah, like, when when they end these movies, it's just like, there's a crime scene. There are dead bodies all over the place. Right. Son, you going down to the station. Right, right. <laughs> they they got to ask questions. Right. Like, you don't just get to go home, have a fucking Pop-Tart, and right. take a bubble bath. Like, no, you go to the station, you hang out, you got to answer all those questions. And not only that, they made it a point throughout the movie for them to keep saying, Sam is a crazy person. She's the one committing these right, murders. Right, so, right, Obviously, yeah. they're not going to just be like, oh, okay, thanks for telling me what happened, buddy. Like her therapist <laughs> gets killed and then her file goes missing. I feel like she should get questioned at some point. Instead, they're like, no, 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 it's it's cool. Like, she's cleared. Wait a minute, you have a dead cop here. Right, literally. <laughs> and you have a, <laughs> an FBI agent who's been put on leave or fired from the department. Who's well, that like, wasn't true, though, right? No. Well, no, he no, said no. that to so, trick them. So, I don't know if they ever confirmed that. That's true. They never, like, denied right. it nor confirmed, but he could have been saying that to fuck with yeah, them. Yeah, okay. But, yeah. but the whole thing is, though... Regardless, you have this broad sitting here soaked in blood. Well, honestly, and I was thinking this with a cop, she wouldn't have been on this case and he wouldn't have been on this case. They don't no. allow people <laughs> that are involved in situations or have been well, a part of or have family a part of investigate. <laughs> so, well, and that's the thing, too, when the whole his daughter gets killed. Yeah. They're like, oh, they pulled me off the case. So it's like, oh, that makes sense. But um, like, even with his daughter being the roommate, there's no way they would have allowed it. It's well, not small town indiana you know what i mean like they have enough police in new york to not have that happen so the thing is though too it's like he probably you know requested yeah requested the case they may not have known richie was a son so there's no, no i mean like with his daughter being the roommate but they again may not have realized his daughter was their roommate yeah i mean you know going into it though it's like still you've got a dead cop you yeah. know it's a bleeding FBI agent. Yeah. You've got the dead cops, two kids that are now dead. Yeah. And the survivor and is his And Sam was literally sons. wearing the mask and cloak at one point. Yeah. I don't know what that's called. Cloak? What is that called? It's not a cloak. It's a cloak. Is why, it? Why wouldn't it be a cloak? Because do cloaks go- cover the front like a rope? 
Cloaks can do many things. Okay, you did real like, life. Cloaks are so multi-talented. I mean, it sounds like you're describing a cape, like Batman. Yeah, I thought a cloak was more like a cape, but like... No, cloak kind of drapes over. Okay. I mean, just trust me, I know. <laughs> Dude, I know a lot about I mean, it looks like pajamas, but okay. <laughs> but, um, I mean, you know, again, you look and you got, you know... The previous ghost faces family all dead, and then ghost faces yeah. the previous ghost face ex girlfriend still yeah. alive. At some point, you got to think maybe, just maybe, Richie wasn't the killer. Maybe Sam was the killer because yeah. Richie's dead, his whole family's dead, Richie's ex girlfriend or girlfriend at the time is dead. You know, his other girlfriend. You know, it's like maybe Sam was the killer. You know, so she should be down at the station getting questioned. I don't know. I'm not her biggest fan. I hope she is Ghostface to the next one and dies. Okay. I, I'm not the fan of the, the character. I don't know if it's the way it's being played. I don't know if <clears throat> how it's written, but Sydney Prescott, there were things about her that like we probably wouldn't <clears throat> be friends, but like she had endearing qualities and I don't feel that way about Sam. I don't think she has endearing qualities. I'm sorry? I don't think she has endearing qualities. So if you had your headphones on, you can hear. <laughs> For, you Sydney, you don't think has endearing no. Like you root for her. I don't root for Sam. I could well, care less if she dies. I actually hope she does. <laughs> could, couldn't care less if she dies. That's that's the proper. <laughs> um, like, no, with Sydney, yes, you root for her. I don't think there's anything personally. Like when I look at her, I don't think there's anything endearing. But you know, watching a horror movie, yeah, you already can kind of see who the main character is, who the final girl is going to be. So, yeah, you want that girl to make it. It's like, I need her to survive. Everyone else can fuck all the way off. But I need Sydney to make it to the end. And honestly, I don't even think Sam's really that character anyway. It's oh, really, no. it's Tara. Yeah. That's that character. Yeah, so I was thinking about that <clears throat> in the last one. And then I was kind of comparing that one to this one as I was driving over. And I was like, is Sam the final girl? But, like, they're all kind of final. Like, none of them are dying. None of the main core fours, they call it, are dying. But at the same time, I think uh, Jenna Ortega had a bigger role in the last one. And this one, I felt like it was more Sam focused. I think. The, or no, I'm sorry. Jenna Ortega was in the hospital for most of the five. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think. It was more legacy it was, characters. It was, actually, it was pretty even yeah. for everyone for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Like, as far as Jenna Ortega and then um, Sam and. Um, you know, uh, Courtney Cox and, and yeah. Dewey until he died. Yeah, that's Honestly, true. Yeah. The, you know, the, the big, you know, gripe mm-hmm. about Sydney not being in this one, you know, because it was over money, which understandable, she she has every right to, you know, like, look, I fucking made this franchise, you know, give me what you owe. But they also kind of proved. Scream, but I have my money. Like, they proved in the last movie like you don't really need her yeah the movie stood on its own yeah. she was there she was not yeah but not really and then this one did very well without her yeah cool. it'd be great if she did come back in the next one they gave her her money and uh she ends up ghost face and like the whole time she's like people aren't dying they're just being like hurt and it's like wow this is the worst ghost face ever and then we find out it's like sydney because she snapped and she's like i just i couldn't handle the pressure anymore i wanted to die and i know ghost face always dies and this was the only way i thought i would finally die i'm glad you're not on the writing staff i know right? i'm gonna be completely honest dude that that's not even terrible. the most off the wall one i have <laughs> I, trust me i know it's not i'm like what if they brought macaulay culkin in for the next no. one to avenge his brother in real life 
and it would be his brother in the movie. I and actually, it would keep Kirby relevant. I would actually be okay with that, though. Right. <laughs> that um, won't be exciting. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go that far, but I'd be okay with it. But, um, but yeah, you know, I would love to see Sydney back. But the thing is, too, it has to make sense. You know, it has yeah. to, you know, have relevance, whether it be in my theory initially, and I told my coworkers, I was like, I think Gail is going to die in the opening scene. And then I thought about it because I saw another trailer and I texted him. I was like, my bad. I was wrong. Yeah. Like, he was like, have you seen it? I was like, no, but I just realized looking at the other trailers, she's in other parts of the movie. So she doesn't die in the opening scene. But boy, do I wish she would. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I just feel like. You know, as we go through these movies now, we've lost Dewey. You know, Randy's gone. You know, Sydney's like, I got a family. And I like the way they handled that, too. Yes, I did. They kept it, it respectful. And, yeah. Right. There was no bitterness about her not being in it. And I wouldn't imagine that they would have, you know, done anything disrespectful right, anyway. Right, right. Because they've made it clear they hope at some point they can reach an agreement and get her back. Okay, good. So. I would like to see her in them. You're right. She didn't need to be in this one for it to be successful, but I would like to see her story have an ending at a minimum to have an ending. I think, well, I mean, and that's the thing, though, too, with the last one, she kind of did have somewhat of an ending, but because when you look at any of the screen movies, how they end, she kills Ghostface or she contributes in killing Ghostface. So she kind of does have endings. Wait. Does she have the biggest body count in the movies? I'm just kidding. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like, you know, the only way you can say, well, I want her to have an ending is if she dies. Well, that's what I meant. You know, and honestly, I'm almost at a point now. I don't want her to die. I want I'm, I'm OK with her kind of like if she comes back. Yeah. She has some kind of small, you know, viewing something. Yeah. And then like, oh. Motherfuckers getting killed by Ghostface again. I'm out. Right. <laughs> I'm going to. She, you know, she's like, there for a high school reunion, and she's like, "Uh-uh, <laughs> I'm not doing this again." <laughs> no, no, no. Like, Look, <laughs> Do you know how old I am? <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and hang. Up. I mean, and that's one thing I would really like if they were able to do this down the line. Is her kids are old enough now, and now they're being, you know, victims. Yeah. Wait, how old? Well, they were just being born yeah, in they're, they're like yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. So it would be down the line. So honestly, I would say, you know what? It, so they said that, you know, the next one was approved. Right. I have not actually seen anything else in, in looking around that confirms that. But I also wasn't really like hardcore looking for it either. I was just like, I, you know, clicked on a couple sites. And I was like, okay, nothing. Uh, porn. All right. I was like, Dante, like, we don't I, talk I about got, those kind of sites on the show. I got lost. <laughs> um, but the thing is, whatever they do for the next one, just looking at the track record so far, I feel optimistic. You know, and even going into this one, I wasn't optimistic. Like, you know, when you hear they're doing another, it's like, come on, dude. Well, I'm the not. thing is, I know it's number six, and I'm like, oh, okay, it's the next trilogy, but it's not. Five, six, seven would be a trilogy because four was kind of by itself. It was supposed to be the beginning of another, but it wasn't. So really, another one would make the second, this second set a trilogy. No, I I get it. But again, you don't have to always have sequels. (laughs) You don't always have to have a trilogy. You don't always have to have more. Like, I mean, they continue to make more because, you know, make money. But the thing is, 
you know, it's okay, like, to stop something. Say, all right, mm. I want you bitches wanting more. And guess what you're not getting? More. Like, 2008, The Strangers. That movie was fine without more. And they actually weren't going to do another one. Then they did a sequel, I want to say, in 2018, maybe 2017, sometime around there. And now they're just doing a whole new fucking reboot yeah. of it this fall. It's like, okay. you like, you had a good thing. Let's leave a good thing alone. Now, as far as screen goes, I mean, one, two, fucking gold. Three, kind of dog shit. You know? And, and I think, again, that's why I didn't like four. Because I disliked yeah. three so much. I was like, I was over it. It was ahead of its time. And the ending was like... Is this even the same movie? <laughs> like, even yeah. the cinematography was different. Like, it was yeah. definitely off, off-putting. <laughs> I do have a hard time when I watch it. Yeah, like looking at the, it, it just feels weird. There's like a haziness to yeah, it. Yeah, like I have better filters on Snapchat. <laughs> like, you know, but, um, you know, they didn't have to make more. Yeah, you know, they they could have ended it, you know, right there at three. I mean, because each again, each time a screen movie ends, you know, Sydney's there. She gets the victory. You can move along with your life. Now, you know, as you do create more movies, the the important thing is keeping it relevant. (gasps) Sorry, I thought of something. I was thinking of legacy characters and how they die off and how I like how they brought Skeet Ulrich back. Quote unquote. His name's Billy. Billy Loomis back quote-unquote and it and then I was like oh gosh they could actually kill him off in the next one even though he's dead like Sam because she has those things kind of like the whole fight club and a fight club thing spoiler alert if you haven't seen fight club where he like shoots himself to kill you know what I mean you know what I'm talking about it could be like a whole thing and they could kill Billy off again it'd be fun I told you I have really bad fan fiction ideas on the screens (laughs) but none of them are worse than number three Dante None of them are worse than number three. <laughs> I, I don't do video for the podcast because I just don't feel comfortable being on video. But there's sometimes where it's like there needs to be a camera on my face, on your face. when you're telling your story. And I'm like, his it, face says, why do I keep inviting her back? <laughs> and if you could see the circus that's going on in my head, you're saying, what in the fuck is this white woman talking about? <laughs> I was like, no, no. I mean, honestly, I, I think one of the, I, so the, the, of the core four, mm-hmm. I think Sam should be the first one out of that group to go. Um, yes, Sam is the girl. I think the, the brother twin should be the first to go. And I, think that he I could shouldn't. care less about him. He couldn't care less about him. Come on, man. Proper I English. could care less because I would have to care in order to care. That doesn't make sense. Stop. Um, <laughs> no, I have no emotional attachment to him. He brings nothing to it. I, I don't know if it's just how it's being played or written. I'm not so, a fan of anything he's in. Any okay. any of his and, parts of scenes he's in. <laughs> and the thing is about him staying along, he's been stabbed that many times. Like, do we? You may as well keep him. <laughs> At this point, I was like, fuck it, just keep him along for the ride because he keeps surviving all these fucking stab wounds. I mean, I think Sam should be the first out of that core four to go, though, mm-hmm. because of the attachment to Billy Loomis. The I'm sorry, Sam, when I said sister, I meant the twins. 
I thought, I'm sorry. And I know her name is Sam because I've literally called her Sam already. Yes. Proving that I know her name. I was thinking of the twins, the girl twin. I was not thinking of Sam, Jenny Ortega, and Sam. I'm sorry. Yes. I am on board. Not a fan of Sam. Okay. <laughs> Go back to what you were saying. <laughs> Anyhow. It's a whole different face he's making right now. <laughs> I'm giving you the Roberta Haynes face of disappointment. <laughs> I know the face too well because I was not the best son or grandson. So, but I think Sam, I wouldn't say I think she should be the first to go, but I think if they killed her off, it would be a big shock. Yeah. It would be a serious twist because she's the main, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, she's the co-main. I mean, Tara, I think Tara... It is weird because, again, they're yeah. both kind of hand-in-hand hand there, but I feel like Tara is kind of the... And, I mean, she's, you know, on fire right now. She's yeah. the big star. Yeah, so yeah. it would make sense if they... For right. instance, I know her name. I don't know Sam's real name. I looked it up earlier. <laughs> she, she's cute. I like her. <laughs> I think she's pretty. You know, I feel like there's chubby cheeks. <laughs> like, I was, looking, I was like, oh, look at she. You want to pinch her cheeks. And then she's like, look at you. You're so adorable. <laughs> Oh, look at you. Um, but, you know, I feel like with, you know, Tara kind of, you know, General Ortega as a star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting higher profiles, like, okay, how do we build these around her? Much like they did with Jennifer Lawrence in the X-Men movies. Yeah. After Hunger Games hit, they're like, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. we got to make Mystique important to the X-Men. Which yeah. she is important to some degree, but not that fucking important. Where you just start writing the movies around her. And then when it killed her and fucking X-Men... Fucking Dark Phoenix, man, my heart was happy. Not that I don't like Jennifer Lawrence. I think she's a sweet person. <laughs> she probably is a wonderful person, but I was sick of Mystique. And I was just like, y'all got it fucking enough. Like, yeah. X-Men isn't Wolverine. X-Men isn't Mystique. X-Men right. is a team of fucking characters. <clears throat> Let me get away from that, because otherwise this is a whole different podcast, and I got to call Marilyn Phil. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I think if they you know, take out Sam, it, it fits. Yeah. It makes sense. And now and it, it kind of puts, continue. it puts a, a burden now on Tara yeah. and, 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 you know, weight on her shoulder and then they can go ahead and kill Cuban Gooding Jr.'s son. Yes. Cause I mean, mm -hmm. although again, he's Dewey to me, <laughs> it's just like, you got to keep him cause he keeps getting stabbed and he just, you know, keeps hanging around. Oh, I think we already missed a scene in Scream 3 where he gets stabbed again. I think he gets fucking stabbed up in every fucking Scream movie except for the fourth one. Yeah, but he's not, I don't know, he doesn't have the endearing, again, to you. they're missing, to me, absolutely, to me, yeah. they are missing. But remember, we already said you're not writing these, because your scripts have not sound great, so <laughs> let's go ahead and move past that. In real life, I wouldn't do those things. Mm, okay. Maybe the Macaulay Culkin one, because nobody would expect it. At the end of it, like, Macaulay no, Culkin's actually, not in the whole movie. I think people would, if they saw Macaulay Culkin's name, they're like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Like, it, or uh, like he he's the famous person that dies in the beginning, so you think he's dead, and then it turns out he's the killer. Oh, it'd be great. Kirby'd be irrelevant. It's a whole thing. I actually think it that is like you you were actually in the right direction the first time, and <laughs> as soon as you went there, he's like, getting worse and worse. Like, Fuck! <laughs> just stop digging. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, overall, with the entirety of the movie, it was a fun ride. Yeah. Like they come back with another one, 
I'm going to bitch and complain, but and I'm going to go see it. <laughs> so. But can we talk about no. how oftentimes in Scream, once the killer is announced, quote unquote, revealed, whatever you want to call it, all of a sudden the acting gets weird. It's like we have to prove they're mentally unstable. That person wasn't acting mentally unstable before. You can't control eye twitching and neurological responses to things. Like all of a sudden I know who you are and you physically uncontrollably are different. That's not a thing. But it happens with, um, what's his name, McDermott? Uh, the the guy. <clears throat> it happens with him. It happens with um, a couple other people as I was thinking back of the killers. Like <clears throat> in 4, that was one of the things that kind of ruined 4. All of a sudden, you know, Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts? Emma Roberts is acting differently and she seems just kind of off and weird and it it kind of takes you out of it where it's like, okay, that doesn't even seem real anymore. Now it almost seems kind of silly. Not silly, but you know what I mean. No, I agree. It, it, it I mean, but Scream plays with these things in a weird yeah. way where one of the endearing things about the franchise in itself is there's realism to it because, mm-hmm. again, these could be real people. Right. And it's based off of, you know, real events you know, to some degree. So it's like, okay, they're playing with reality. But then, you know, to your point there, yeah, they do goofy things where it's like, oh, you have characters that were completely mentally stable. Now, if they showed any, you know, signs of them taking medication, you know, which was keeping them, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, on, on par and then boom, they snap. I mean, you know, so far the only one we see in this run taking medication is Sam. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why if they did the next one, if they did make her the killer, it's like, oh, she stopped taking her medication. Okay, that you know, because it's almost like she's trying to fight back being a killer. Yeah. Whereas, you know, you have the other movies. You know, you got Billy. He's upset about his mom. Um, you know, leaving. You know, then you have, you know, the second one, Billy's mom is upset about her son being Mm -hmm. killed, you know. And meanwhile, both Billy and his mom had two idiots, you know, just following along, Mm -hmm. you know, for the ride. You know, you get to... Idiots are easy to find. People, (laughs) idiots are, like, there are enough easily manipulated people out there. Like, dude, just find a teenager, you're good. Oh, I'm sorry, but before you came in, I erased the board because our discussion on the last Colompton... QAnon. So if you want to talk about <laughs> idiots and people to find to follow something, you know, look no further. I've been watching fucking documentaries left and right about it because it's fucking fascinating. <laughs> oh, like, oh my goodness. I, like, that's a rabbit hole that is like, once I'm down that thing, I'm setting up camp because I'm like, please give me more. So my friend was just listening to this podcast. <clears throat> the guest on this podcast started the Illuminati that has supposedly been around longer than anyone living has been alive. Hmm. <laughs> and he was the leader and creator of the Illuminati. Yeah, people are bonkers, man. Hmm? <laughs> like, <laughs> cool, cool word. It's easy to find people. Yeah, I mean, there are 8 billion people I mean, I'm just saying, if I were planet. Ghostface, I'd probably go after you. <laughs> Guy has a podcast. He's He's probably right for the picking. Yeah, you can go after me if you want. I'm going to let you know right now. I'm the worst character in any of these movies because, like, first off, it's like, hey, you want to follow along with me as I kill people? Nah, son. No, no, like, no. I'm a woman. I'll make you think it's your idea. Well, that's just the thing, though. It's like, I'm entirely too lazy to do anything like any of the killers. No, you're screen. right. I know you better than that. That's true. Like, Got me. 
Like, I might be, like, motivated in the beginning. Like, I'll, like, I'll write out the ideas. Like, I got all these notepads. I'll, like, write all these notes for you. And, I, you know, I'm committed. I'll even tell you what to say. I will give you a tagline. Like, like I'll be completely committed to it. But then once it's go time, and it's not even that, like, I'll have cold feet. It's just like, man, I got jujitsu. Man, I'll be honest. I, mean, I got to work in the morning. Got, yeah. It's like. Kind of tired. I'm, I'm, like, working. Can we do it tomorrow. It's like, I'm working by myself tomorrow. Like, you know, I got to do stories with my daughter tonight. You know, there's all these things. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really feel like fucking killing nobody, dude. I'll be honest. Like, I did, I did fucking lunges today. My fucking <laughs> glutes are hurting. You know, just all this wild shit. So I'd be the worst person to try to get the tag along in any kind of ghost face killings. And if you try to ghost face kill me, I'm also the worst person for that, too. Because I don't like, look, just don't, don't come to this house <laughs> there's there's things so if i do i'll make sure your wife's home to answer the door <laughs> like, it's like trust me there's there's stuff <laughs> um but you know the realism to the movies is what kind of sells it but when you get into you know what you said like with the mental health just kind of all of a sudden the characters are crazy out of the blue and it's like yeah. huh that wasn't there before yeah. like and it's again it's that it's not a controllable thing if you really were mentally unstable to the point of killing people because you think you are justified in doing so you would feel that you were justified and wouldn't need to and you wouldn't the thing is some of those things are things you don't know that you do you don't know you have tics unless somebody points it out to you then you can see it but for the most part you do those things without realizing you were doing them I mean, you know, a crazy person doesn't know they're crazy right that's what I'm saying like you can't shut it off if you don't know you're doing it yeah. Well, I mean, you know, again, also, they may know they're doing it, but they also, ju- you know, like you said, they're justified. They think what they're doing is absolutely right. There's right. nothing wrong with, you know, killing kids on a college campus. Mm-hmm. Like, it's justified because my, my son was killed. Yeah. You know, it was like, no, baby, that's not how that works, boo-boo. Right. Like, I'm going to, here, you know, go ahead and have a warm glass of milk, <laughs> and we'll put you down for a nap. Like, what the fuck is wrong with that, toots? Um. But yeah, it, it that yeah, I guess those are two points that really kind of pluck my nerve. I mean, you know, the lack of interrogation after any of the killings, <laughs> and then you know the mental health shift. It's like yeah, there was one other thing. Oh, and then when motherfuckers get stabbed, it was like that shit does not affect them. Mm-hmm. Like, well, fuck. In the last one, Courtney Cox got shot in the stomach. Yeah, and, nothing important there. You know, she. You know fought amber to the death you know yeah they're like so strong or like yeah at the in the end scene where the sisters kept getting like stabbed and falling from like the top like you don't fall on your back from the top floor of a balcony (laughs) in a a movie theater and then just get up and fight like come on buddy (laughs) that's not real (laughs) yeah i don't care if you learned how to fall you didn't learn how to fall from a balcony (laughs) well that's the thing is like i know how to fall and let me tell you falling from a balcony oh and there are no mats there Mm -hmm. yeah you're fucked yeah like, you're on like really a hard fucked. slab right like you can you can tuck your chin all you want and try right. to you know distribute the impact but you something broke you're, like. yeah you're still fucked up you know and it, it was like what um one of them i think sam might have got stabbed or, or maybe Tara. one of them got stabbed in the shoulder yeah like, like and then like, all of a sudden wasn't yeah yeah she's like functioning like shit is sweet it's like nah baby you got stabbed right. like you need medical attention mm-hmm. kirby got fucked up too and she's just chilling bleeding out 
I didn't like how she disappeared. And I didn't know if I was like, oh, I'm waiting for her to have a reveal. But like she didn't. Because like when she got hurt, she was down. And then all of a sudden, 10 minutes later, she was like, I just needed a nap. I'm good now. (laughs) Where have you been for 10 minutes? (laughs) Sometimes I wonder in movies when shit like that happens, if it's like, you know, when you're writing, you're super motivated in the beginning of your notes. And then as you get to the end, you just get dumb lazy. Cause I do that. Like, like my notes were like the, uh, for this one, like all, like this is the first page. That shit is organized. You get to that second page, the handwriting got sloppy. I just, I stopped trying. I had intentions and I was like, nah, we ain't doing that. I got no more notes. Fuck out of here. But I, I do wonder if your last note just says start reading from Wikipedia. <laughs> the last note just says just turn on the movie. <laughs> like just have the movie end or the podcast end on like like dude. Fiend. How do how do you have like an advanced copy of Scream Six? I mean, I, I was the only person in the theater. <laughs> There's no one else there. Like. We, we got there. It's like, I'm looking around, like, think, like, I mean, there's got to be some other people that want to watch Scream. It was like, the best way to watch it. But let me tell you why this psycho had us sit in the middle of the theater instead of the back row. So, because. In those big old seats with all that space. Because when I went to watch Ant-Man and I sat in the back, though, like, this is an old theater. Mm-hmm. So, the screen isn't like IMAX where the yeah. shit is like, you sit in the back and that shit is right. I sat in the back and watched Ant-Man. I was like, this is dog shit. I could still see the movie, but yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, it didn't look good. So, I was like, when I was watching Ant-Man, I was like, I think I should have sat in the middle. And yeah. there are other people there. And I think, some. so there's a Dollar General next mm-hmm. door to the movie theater. And some lady came in with like three bags from the Dollar General. Like, and you could just hear them like opening bags of chips, and I think they had like a fucking sub, maybe some Chinese food. <laughs> like, they no, they were getting down, and I was like, I guess I'm just gonna stay in this back row. <laughs> I was gonna move, but they might think I'm trying to move in on their food, so I'm just gonna chill out. But so I figured, okay, let me see what might be the best spot. And I was like, maybe right here, because the 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 screen isn't too too big where yeah. even if we sat in the front row well not the exact front row but you know like right, right. in that frontier of seats we would still like be able to see the movie very well and not be uncomfortable yeah, yeah. i was like oh, let's just sit right here i mean we just walked right there yeah the seats were there so oh but watching the movie i was getting a little nervous i kept looking over my shoulder <laughs> it's like one time where i was like i really do not like being in the middle <laughs> Like, I, I looked up <laughs> twice and I was like, all right. That's our thing. I was like, man, if somebody really wants to, like, just fuck me up, though, they can just crawl between the seats right. and just stab me in the ass, you know? And I'd just be like, I thought mm. about it, but it was too much work. And it was like, I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, man, there ain't nothing I could do if some shit goes down. I mean, like, Dante, this was literally in one of the movies. <laughs> And I was also thinking too, it's like, I'm the worst person to be in this situation because if, if Teresa gets stabbed. Dante is closer to the door. I am dying. Yeah, no, I'm running like fast. Like I'm not as fast as I used to be, but I can still move, son. Like, you know, I can still cut. Like if they try to come in with a knife, I'm going to to the right and then cut back to the left and sprint out. Run to the front counter like, hey. So now you know, start on the left. And like, I'm going to go up to the front counter like, hey, the movie was good, but I got to go. Like, <laughs> Like yeah, 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 I might want to go get in there and clean up. <laughs> like there's a killer in there, but um, yeah, 
ultimately fun. And then ironically, good. we scared the crap out of the girl that works there when we left. <laughs> yeah. Which like it's almost like she came rushing. It was like, don't you know how to wait until post credits? Motherfuckers be waiting. Which I, like when you were like, oh, there's a post credit. I was like, I don't care. Like, there's nothing that they're gonna give me in a post credit that's worth me fucking sitting here to wait for. Yeah. And sure enough, the post credits like just that. It was like, yeah, like I don't wait for post credits unless it's a fucking Marvel movie. Yeah. Otherwise, everyone else doing post credits are just doing it now to be silly. Like, yeah. oh, post credit made you look. <laughs> fucking hate these movies. <laughs> um, so anyhow, let's real quick, uh, give a quick score on the film, one through ten. Eight and a half. Wait, did I say that for Leprechaun? It's bigger than Leprechaun. I think I You said eight and a half for Leprechaun? Did you say eight and a half for Leprechaun? I think so. I think, like, for Leprechaun 2 or something. Are you fucking kidding me? No, maybe me? I gave it a seven and a half or an eight. <clears throat> I don't know. I always like movies for the most part they're very few except for the last halloween they're very few movies that i'm gonna give a low score to i'm the worst to score because like i don't know maybe a nine like i, really I mean liked your, it actually. your score is your score though yeah, yeah. i mean even though you, if you gave Lipcon an eight five i mean that's your score it's a fucking <laughs> terrible score but it's your score <laughs> i don't think i gave it but i like two and three anyways oh. um I will actually go with a 9.15. Okay, that's so fucking unnecessary. That's extra. Yeah. Like, just, like, just in case they give something you know, not as good a Just give it a nine. I, I listened to this podcast about Lost, and they rate each episode. Mm-hmm. Like, they do it kind of like a commentary. So you can watch the episode and listen to their podcast. Oh, and the it goes time, along to some degree. Yeah. Um, And every episode that they rated, every episode's a nine something. A nine two, a nine three, a nine five, a nine eight, and it's they like can't all be nines, exactly. and that's my problem. I rank too high. <laughs> it's like, like when we rate beers on Kalamthan, it's like I don't think we have any nines, and we have very few eights. Most beers are like between six six and like seven five. So I want to rank Leprechaun to a six five. Like <laughs> that, it doesn't matter here. Um, so you're going. We're, we're just going to cut it to an even nine round. A down. little over so nine. It's nine. Yeah, like, a little over nine, right? Uh, like it's either nine five or ten or nine. We're like there, there, there are no <laughs> other numbers in this equation. Um, I enjoyed it. I don't remember what I gave the last one. I feel like I gave the last one like a seven five or an eight. Which is usually kind of my standard of like, I really like something. I'm going to give this an 8.5 because I did like it more than the last one. Yeah. It just felt like everything was bigger in a sense of like storytelling. Um, the kill scenes. Yeah. The, you know, mm-hmm. the characters. You know, there's, there was, um, you know, all of these movies, there's like an importance to everyone being there. But this one just felt like, you know, they're all in New York. You know, all these kids are off on their own now going to college. So there's almost kind of this thing where it's like you have, I mean, the last one they had to lean on each other too because their parents weren't any fucking where to be found except for the twins' mom, you know, Randy's sister, who I keep forgetting like, oh shit, she's a grown woman now. So I expect to see a little kid every time I see her. But, you know, it, it just felt different with this one. Like, you know, they're out there with no fucking safety net. So that that added some consequences to the movie to, for me, um, and it just felt right. It, you know, as much as I think part of me rating it this high too is like I expected to be really bad or yeah. not really bad, but I expected it to just be kind of eh. the sixth of yeah. 
And like, I like how the ghost phase started early. Like he started coming after the sisters, Sam and uh, Tara, super early in the movie. What I did like with the promotion too, they show in one of the trailers, Ghostface in the convenience store with a gun. Mm -hmm. And I got a lot of people pissed. That he had a gun. People were like, oh, Ghostface doesn't use guns. I was like, (sighs) yeah, it's one fucking clip from a trailer. Yeah. Fuck, you're right. People are so fucking dumb, yo. Like, we should start a cult. (laughs) (laughs) If only we weren't so lazy. (laughs) Yeah, no. I I said that to my therapist. I was like, I don't think I can be a cult leader because I'm just a little too lazy and I really don't want to be a leader. She was like, and she goes, well. Well, that's good. (laughs) She says to me, she goes, "Um, to be honest, I don't think you would really want to be a cult leader because you just don't have that in your personality. I was like, and I said, I was like, you'd be surprised. The things I don't tell you. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot I don't tell my therapist. Everybody knows about the minefield of therapy. <laughs> like, there's a lot of shit I don't tell her because it's like, mm, I got I to I got get stuff home. to do tomorrow. I can't be involuntarily <laughs> yeah. committed. You can't just be locking me up against my will. Like talking about, yeah, man. Like I had this dream though. Like, yeah. Um, and then you, you see her reach under the desk. And like, <laughs> the door locks. It's like, fuck. <laughs> Thought I could trust you. Like, oh, well. Um. So normally with these types of things, too, we do like a good, bad, ugly. Mm-hmm. Normally we do the good, bad, ugly before we do the score. But I want to do things different. So uh, give me some good that you really, really like two good things from this movie that you really hoped like on to. Um, the death scenes loved the murders, specifically the latter one. That was a great one. And they had enough build up to keep it suspenseful it wasn't like they died right away it wasn't the sister who you thought was the <clears throat> the twin sister that you thought maybe it could be her um i enjoyed that i enjoyed the murders and i felt that it brought back the original realism it it the bulk of the movie was just these are real people these are real kids in a real situation and i felt that that was brought back more in this one than any of the others since the beginning my good is I like the cast. I felt like everyone played off of each other very well. Even, you know, in the opening scene, like the smaller roles, smaller characters. I felt like everyone looked apart. Everyone felt genuine up until, you know, they didn't get interrogated. <laughs> you know. Um, and then also, yeah, like the gravity of the situation. It felt yeah. like, again, like, like, like this is real. As real as it can be. Right. You know, there was that. Uh, Give me some bad, two bad things. Okay. Um, If you have to. You don't have to have to, but if you have to. Okay. Um, So the bad is going to be the sun, specifically. They kept telling us it was the sun. So I was like, well, I guess it has to be the sun. But at the same time, I'm like, but why? Is it the sun? You know, they said, oh, we could very easily, you know, they kept, like like you said, they're always telling you who it is and what it is. <clears throat> um, but I don't think he brought enough to it to really make me care that he was one of the killers. I could have cared less that he was one of the killers. Um, the cop was the only one that really I was cared about being bought into. It wasn't that I wasn't bought into the, the kids, his kids being the killers. I could have cared less that they were a part of it. Could not <laughs> care less. Um, no, that, like, that shit's a pet peeve of mine. And We've noticed. <laughs> normally, I don't care. But when I hear it three times, I got to let you know. Or every time. Um, 
my bad for it would be, I mean, and I kind of went over this earlier, you know, when motherfuckers are getting stabbed and shot, it's yeah. like, it's like, your shit's just bouncing off of them. They, they're legit getting hit. And it's like, oh, cool. Or, you know, the Asian girl who got fucking gutted. Yeah. And she was still able to, like, fucking Climb get out the window. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, nah. <laughs> like, again, if I see if I see one of my friends get hit like that, I'm like, I mean, we had some good times. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we was tight, but I don't I'm gonna know. I'm going to cry for you later. <laughs> mm, I don't know. <laughs> I got trauma. <laughs> I don't know if I am going to cry. But, you know, so like that, that really, really fucking plucked my nerve. That was one of my bad. And then um, the other bad, I would say, was, um, see, it's tough when you do a bad and And ugly ugly. because it's like I'm trying to save that for my ugly. Right. But um, I guess the bad is really just kind of the, you know, the, the consequences of being stabbed didn't seem as dire you know, as it probably should have been. Yeah. So, what about ugly? Ugly. <clears throat> like I said earlier, it's all of a sudden the cop was crazy in an uncontrollable way. So that was kind of ugly. And then, um, literally just had another one and it left my mind. It just went away. Hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Must have been that ugly. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I'll come back to it. What's your ugly? how Kirby was treated that yeah. her whole arc yeah. felt a little disingenuine um, it wasn't enough to take me out of the movie right? but it almost felt a little forced and you know, I remember my ugly sorry um, that, that, that was just kind of a thing that really stood out to me is that she felt you know, and it kind of goes with it though, because you know they're trying to sell you on maybe she's the killer, right? Maybe that's why it felt that way. I don't know. Yeah, but it just didn't feel like she belonged in this group. And but I, I feel like this kind of goes back to Gail from the last one. Gail kind of felt forced, like with mm-hmm. some of her dialogue. You know, just like how they in- reintroduced her into the movie in the last mm-hmm. one. I felt that way kind of with Kirby in this one. It just felt like, like what was she doing in all that downtime? <laughs> You know, it, it just felt like it could have been done better. It felt a little sloppy. Yeah. My other ugly was um, the love interest between Tara and the boy twin. Yeah. Like, she's, like, drunk trying to sleep with someone, and then all of a sudden, oh, but I've been in love with you the whole time. What? Like, oh, I, look, what? Man, nah, I don't even hate on that. I've, I've been there before. <laughs> I've been in that situation. Oh, never mind. Sharon thought it was super realistic. Like, uh, that, that was probably the most realistic thing from the movie. He was like, hey, girl, don't go up those stairs. And then you come back and I was like, but. <laughs> come up these stairs, boo boo. Like, like, here, take this breathalyzer real quick. All right, you blew a zero. So we good. Um, yeah, that that I would say that that felt very clunky. Yeah. You know, like Kirby's involvement felt sloppy, but that forced love interest yeah felt very clunky it was like just... why do we even need that like we literally don't need so, that to be in the movie and honestly it could work but the way that they did it it was like they had that one mm-hmm. scene early on yeah and, and then, then you don't see it again until the very end and granted you could say well there's really no room in the movie for it you maybe. know people are dying <laughs> like maybe there's they no room for their lives. <laughs> like i don't know 
you know, there are points where it's like, you know, if you're going to put that in there, mm. you know, there could have been, you know, other, you know, parts that, you know, you could have manipulated. But I felt that was very clunky. And, you know, if they are doing another one, which it sounds like they might be, but I can't confirm it. It's like, I'm sure that might be part of the, you know, the story. Yeah. So in, in some capacity, up, yeah. maybe they, you know, all go off. Where where else could you go? Okay, so they, they left California. They went to New York. Maybe they go to Miami. Scream, <laughs> Scream does Miami. Like Scream hits Europe. It's, it's like summer break at college. <laughs> Scream the European New Orleans, vacation. everyone's flashing for beads. <laughs> it's like Ghostface out there getting it in. He's got like, like a Mardi Gras mask. <laughs> like, like fucking Scream goes to Mexico. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Scream does spring break. Scream does the donkey show. It's a whole thing. They have so many, so many I directions. Mean, I, <laughs> look, they do a donkey show. I'm in. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm buying advanced, about you every day. <laughs> advanced tickets for that one. I will be there first. Actually, no, I have a post I'm going to put up. Someone uh, made the poster. It was like, well, the only next logical uh, route for them to go is, and they show ghost face in an astronaut suit yeah literally as you were saying it i was thinking in space <laughs> i was like look if they go to space i'll be first in line it, it's e- like elon musk's mars team <laughs> it's like either space or time travel and those are the only things that that make sense to me and either way fuck it i'm in so um yeah i guess that's really kind of it you can wrap up off that so as always Thank you for doing this on kind of really short notice. Yeah. Because I was like, hey, let's record about this while I can still remember it. Because <laughs> um, I didn't want to wait for it to hit Paramount and then do the episode. Plus, I didn't have an episode scheduled for <laughs> for April. So Back to that whole lazy thing. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, what it really boiled down to was that I was I'm doing so many other podcast things that I forgot about April because I actually have a schedule in this book, but haven't followed up and reached out to a bunch of people. I'm trying to add more people to the. I'm sorry. I have one more thing to hit on. Yeah. Was this supposed to come out in October? Because. No. I found it weird that it took place in October. I know it's a fake story. It's not real. But and if I rewatch a movie that took place in Halloween, not during Halloween, that makes sense to me. But to be in a theater watching a movie that took place during Halloween kind of took me out of it and it felt a little strange and i was like oh is this supposed to come out in october is it did mm-hmm. it come out early like that felt off to me it was, it was originally supposed to be march 10th okay. from from the get-go okay. i mean several halloween <clears throat> films have come out in august but at least that's halloween you know what i mean like it's this not. it's is august just a horror movie but no, no 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 i mean like that is a movie called halloween like it's about yeah. halloween but like this is just a horror movie not just it's an awesome horror movie but you know what i'm saying yeah. like i found that strange but mm. maybe not Possibly. I mean, I get what you're saying. It if it didn't really, you know, click to me. I was just like, oh, cool. And it, to some degree, I was kind of like, it's weird that they are doing it for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. But it makes sense. It didn't. I guess it did bring the whole like why everyone was wearing a mask thing. But outside of that one well, scene, it didn't. I thought the original story was that it was supposed to be a horror convention. Mm. And then... You know, once we actually got to see the movie, it's Halloween. So maybe they changed it. You yeah. know, maybe they filmed two different, yeah. you know, um, settings for it. So I don't know. But um, either way, yeah. Um, thanks for doing this. Yeah. Um, for me. As always, everyone who's listening, 
thank you for your time. Thank you for, you know, just listen to the fucking podcast. I appreciate the fuck out of y'all. Y'all cool. Um, if y'all got any questions, concerns, criticisms, feel free to reach out. You can find me at So You Like Horror on Instagram. All the words are separated by underscores. Or any of my other Instagram accounts, bjj.wiki, off the mask, clump, and beer club. You can go to my personal one, Dante287. Go check it out. I'm not, if, if you try to send me a friend request there, though, I'm not going to accept it. So, Or you send me a follow, I'm not going to accept it. But you can still go there if you want. You can't see it's <laughs> private. And the thing is, I don't put anything private on it. Just, it's just more memes. <laughs> that's <Literally>. all. <laughs> it's just memes. Once in a while, I put a picture of my daughter on there. So, that's all. But, um... But yeah, if, if y'all got any questions, reach out. Any suggestions for uh, themes? Someone actually did comment on a post and asked about doing uh, Evil Dead. So I'm gonna try to um, put it put it in the chat and see if anybody's down to doing Evil Dead episode four or one of the upcoming months. Oh, that's what I was saying. I'm trying to put more people in that chat group too, um, just so that way. You know, I can coordinate schedules and what have you and themes just so people can know, hey, this is what we're doing. These are the dates. Um, and, you know, kind of get people prepped and planned. So, you know, just just letting you all know what goes on inside my head sometimes. Um, also. Go do a review for me. On a what's the thing? Apple Podcasts. <laughs> what are you asking me for? <laughs> I wasn't asking you. I just happened to look in your direction. Because you're there. If you weren't there, I'd be looking at the fucking elliptical. Like, <laughs> I just look. Um, go do a review on um, Apple Podcasts. Somebody did a review for me. I appreciate whoever Whoever did that gave me a five star. I love you, dude. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the fuck out of that. I mean, Off the Mask got a bunch of reviews. Go do some reviews for that, too. Um, and, hey, you know, go tell a friend to tell a friend, you know. Get, get, some, get some ears on this and do some reviews for me. And, you know, just let me know what y'all think. But, but if they're bad reviews, don't do them. <laughs> just tell us personally. Yeah, just just tell me you don't like something. Because no, Kalompton got a one star, and I'm trying to find out who did that. Fuck that dude. Smack the shit out of that dude. He was like, these guys don't know how to review beers. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck your mother. Um, but yeah. Otherwise, as always, thank you. Appreciate you. Um, and Teresa, again, thank you. Shout out to you. I don't know when our next episode is going to be, but we'll figure it out. But otherwise, you know, you know, keep listening. We'll keep making these. Bye. Bye. I think that's good for now. The end.